What's going on, everybody, and welcome to the show. I believe I got a good show in store for you guys today. Like I always say before every podcast begins, I always pray to God that he gives me the words and the wisdom to preach to you so that I'm just his vessel, that he'll give me the words and he'll help change at least one life. I think we'll be able to do that today because I'm diving into the book If by Mark Batterson. We'll be doing a chapter, a podcast, um, and kind of just talking about the takeaways that I got from the chapters. If you have not gotten this book, I highly recommend getting it. I'm already, in, I'm only in chapter one right now, and it's already given me little nuggets that I'm able to take into the world, and it's amazing. We'll also dive into Romans eight and talk a little bit about that as well. And uh, yeah, no news for today. There's nothing positive in the world, so why put it on here? So let's get this thing rocking and rolling. My name is Zach Fisher, and you're on the Zach Fisher Show. Okay. So let's get going here. Like I said, we're going to get into the book If by Mark Batterson. And I'm telling you guys right now, Mark Batterson, Joel Osteen, Tony Robbins, even my good buddy Greg Reed, all of these guys have shaped my life in some way, shape, or form by their books. And, you know, I once heard that Tony Robbins read 200 to 300 books over a matter of time. And that's how he became who he was today. And so my whole goal was I set off on this uh, adventure about – Oh, four or five years ago, something like that. And my goal was to reach 200 books. And I did that. And now I, I don't even know where I am. I think I'm close to 300 right now. But that was my goal was 200. And I've read over 200 personal growth and development books. And I'm telling you right now, Mark Batterson's books are probably some of the best books that I've ever read. And you can ask anybody in my family. I always share it with everybody. So what we're going to do is we're going to hop into chapter one. And real quick, just some housekeeping stuff. Um, I'm going to try and narrow these down to two to three podcasts a week just because I want to make sure that I'm giving you guys the right information and the uh, right stuff that can help you guys in some way, shape, or form. And, you know, the one thing I would say is this, is if this helps you in one way or another, pay it forward. You know, pass this along to friends and family and See if you can't help them in some way, you know. My whole goal through all of this, like I have said, is that I always ask God before I start a podcast to give me the words and the wisdom to pass along to you that it'll help someone in some way. Um, we're not going to get into any news today. There's nothing positive out there. I always figure we should have positivity on this, and I stand by that. And, uh, yeah, so let's just get this thing going and get into the book, If. All right, guys, we're going to get going here. Uh, the book's called If by Mark Batterson. If you guys have not read this book, I highly recommend going and picking it up. But really the whole premise of the book is that our whole life is made up of a bunch of if moments. You know, I think back on my life and, uh, for example, my dad and my mom met at Fort Lewis College. And my dad used to tell me that the reason that he picked Fort Lewis was because he just felt called to go there. And he had another option where he could have gone to greenskeeping school, but he chose instead to go to Fort Lewis. And I always think back and I think, you know, if that, if that would have happened, I, I would not be here today. You know, so that's the premise of this book. And if, when we get into chapter one, the question they ask is this. What if you were one decision away from a totally different life? It continues by saying um, that every great achievement begins with a single if. You know, if you have the man on the moon, Nobel Peace Prize winners... Oscar winners. Think about NFL players. Tom Brady, um, when he got drafted, a bunch of the critics were saying he was either too slow, too not strong enough, not, you know, whatever. There was a ton of stuff that was going on. You can look on YouTube. They make fun of the critics now because of that. Um, but what if he listened to his critics? You know, think about Elon Musk. He just shot off that rocket here recently. 
And what if he never got involved with Tesla? You know, our world would probably not be the same today. Um, but every great achievement started with a single if. You know, what's crazy is I had a buddy of mine, a mentor of mine, tell me one time, and it's funny because they cover this in this book as well, that quote, you know, when we're laying on our deathbeds, it's not the things that we did that we regret. It's the things we didn't do that we regret the most. You know, when you're younger, you regret the things you did. But as you get older, you start regretting things you didn't do. I should have done, I should have gone skydiving. I should have traveled the world. I should have done this. I wish I would have done that. And they do this study in this book and these two psychologists do a study where they study this group of people. And as they got older, 85% of them, when they were older, regretted the things they didn't do more than the things they did. You know, if you think about this in theological terms, let's just be honest with ourselves. A lot of us are playing it safe. You know, it's don't do this, don't do that, and we're going to be okay. We'll make it to heaven. But like I said in my last podcast, faith without action is dead. You know, that right there is like the book says when you say, if we don't do this, we don't do that, I'm going to be okay. I just got to avoid these obstacles. That's practicing holiness by subtraction. See, that's playing not to lose when really we should be practicing with the righteous mind of playing to win. It's knowing that no matter what, we will win because of what God promised us. You see, biggest thing I could tell you is this, is, and he says it in the book perfectly. You can do nothing wrong and still do nothing right. You can do nothing wrong and still do nothing right. Like I said in my last one about faith without action is dead. If you have faith and you don't put action behind it, it's dead. Same goes here. In Romans 8, they continue and they say, you know, we all know the saying, if God is for us, who can be against us? Well, if we're going to say that, and we're going to say other verses like, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I shall fear no evil, for God is with me. If we're going to say that and not put the action and the steps behind it and stand in our faith and say, you can't touch me. You can burn me. You can throw me in the water, but the water will not sweep me away and the flames will not burn me because I know though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I shall fear no evil for my God is with me. And I know that if, if, if it is true what God said, if it is true that he said his only son, if it is true what the Bible tells me, if God is for me, who can be against me? No one. No one can touch me. See, we need to stop playing it safe. And we need to start playing to win. We need to look fear. We need to look people. We need to look obstacles in the face and say, you can touch me. You can do whatever you want to me. But I will win. Because it is written, if God is for me. Who can be against me? Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I shall fear no evil. Ask, believe, and you shall receive. Knock, and the door will be opened to you. Say to that mountain, be moved and cast into the sea, and it shall happen, because I am the Lord your God. Guys, I'm going to wrap this up. Thank you so much for being a part of this today. If this helped you in any way, shape, or form, please share it with your friends and family. Keep the prayer requests coming. You guys have a great rest of your week, and God bless.